Hey everyone, welcome to Scale Up. It is Nick Bradley here. And today we are going to have some fun. We are going to touch on a topic which I think gets talked about now and then in the media, but no one really unpacks it. And it's a big one. It is decision fatigue. Yes, right? We can become tired, dare I say, exhausted from making too many decisions or having to make too many decisions. And you know what? This is, this is a bit of a fun topic, right? We are going to you know, just muck around a little bit today, but I am going to leave you with some practical tips because I do think there is a serious sort of thread that happens around this because decision fatigue at its core is compounded by the fact that we just simply have too many things going on, right? So the idea being that if we have too much choice, it can leave us paralyzed and therefore impact our ability to make decisions Importantly, impact our ability to make high quality decisions. Okay, now this was first talked about in this way decision fatigue by a psychologist called Barry Schwartz. And he wrote a really cool book in 2004 called The Paradox of Choice. Okay, now the reasoning behind all this is quite simple. The more choices that you have to make, the more decisions that you have to make on a daily basis affects our energy stores, right? And you want to be able to save energy for the important decisions. Now, I didn't quite realize this, but our brains have a limited store of energy, which means that these decisions, like assume we have to make thousands and thousands of decisions every day. Some of those are conscious, some of those are unconscious. Well, it starts to reduce this store of energy. And the best way that I think about this is imagine that you go to the gym you know, when you first go to the gym and you start working out, you've got lots of energy. But as the, the session continues, particularly if you're there for a couple of hours, you know, you start to get very fatigued. And by the end, you can't you can't push that rep out in the same way you did at the beginning because your muscles just don't have the energy. Well, the way that we make decisions and the way that our brain works in this way is exactly the same thing. So as I'm talking today, I want you to picture a, a two by two, like a vertical axis and a horizontal axis. And that, that, that vertical axis is effectively the quality of your decisions. And the horizontal one is effectively time. Okay, so the longer the time period, imagine that there is a line that draws down and the quality of your decision, you know, in the beginning is high. But as you start to make more and more decisions, as you start to get longer down that horizontal axis, the quality becomes more confused. Okay, so we we need to really lean into this because if you think about it, if you have lots of things on your plate, if you have too many priorities in inverted commas, uh, (laughs) which basically means you have none and you are getting yourself confused and overwhelmed and ultimately stressed because of that, the decisions that you're making that are going to move you forward, not just in your business, but in your life are going to be compromised. That's why I said we're going to have some fun today, but at the same time, it's an important topic. So if I go back a bit, in my world of private equity, we were taught, it was almost the culture, to look at all the different data points, all the information in, in, a, in an effort to be able to make the right choice. So if I think about it now in hindsight, it was over analysis of information, probably because people were scared to make the wrong decision. But that overanalysis would sometimes cause us to make the wrong decision because of this concept of fatigue. Okay, so so if you get one thing from the podcast episode today, it's I want you to simplify all the different things that you are looking at so that you can make higher quality decisions. Okay, that's the key thing. So have a little bit of fun before we get into the tips. 
I think most entrepreneurs and business leaders have heard about Steve Jobs and his number one productivity hack, as he would call it. And that is that he would wear the same outfit, right, the same clothes all the time in order to reduce decision fatigue. Okay, so if you go and Google this, you'll see that he's you know, often wearing a black turtleneck or a black shirt, blue jeans, and pretty much in most pictures, he is wearing the same thing. Okay, if you go deeper into this, like I have, you'll find that he's not the only person who does this. Okay, so Barack Obama, Mark Zuckerberg, they were also commonly known for what, what is termed repetitive wardrobes. And, and the reasoning's simple, right? As I said, it reduces the number of decisions that they have to make, people have to make on a daily basis in order to save that important energy for the crucial decisions. Okay, so, so as I said, it is a thing. So what can you do about it? All right, so one of the people that I love in this space who talks about habits and productivity is James Clear. If you haven't read his book, which is called Atomic Habits, I absolutely recommend it. It's one of those things which, you know, you, you kind of think it's obvious, but it's the small things that compound day in and day out, which start to become how you, how you show up, how you get things done. And he talks about that a lot. But he did a study where he looked at, get this, decision fatigue and how it impacts the rulings made by parole judges, right, in in the US. And he looked at it and said that the proportion of rulings in favor of prisoners um, basically changed depending on the time of day that their ruling was. Okay, so get this. So if you if you had your your hearing, sorry, if you had your hearing in the morning, you were more likely to get a positive output than if later in the day because that parole judge was getting more confused by all the information that they heard throughout the day. Okay, now a small fun point by James Clear, but there is something in it. Okay, there is something in it, and you know, as I said beforehand, it turns out that if you think about energy. And that same point around made around about muscles, your willpower is like a muscle. And, you know, this fatigue that kind of comes in starts to impact quite heavily depending on how much you have going on, right? So let's think about this in terms of how you can overcome, right? Some tips. Firstly, and I've, I, I have to say, I am a person who is massively implemented this stuff in my life. So the reason I'm so passionate about it is because it works for me. All right. So the first thing is plan daily decisions the night before. Okay. So there will always be decisions that pop up each day that you can't plan for, right? We know that it's fine. It's part of life, right? But for most of us, the decisions that drain us are the ones that we make over and over again. Okay. So wasting precious willpower, as we call it, on these decisions which could be automated or, to my point, planned in advance is one reason why so many people feel so drained at the end of the day. And just to add a point here, as we've got all sorts of things hitting us, we've got you know the economy right now, we've got social media, we've got digital, all these different things, there are more and more things that are getting thrown at us all the time, right, in terms of communication. So we have to shut those things out in order to be able to give ourselves the space to make the right decisions. So people ask me all the time, you know, how come you don't watch TV, Nick? How come you don't, you know, tune into the media? Because it doesn't serve me ultimately. It might be interesting, right? It might be a way of me thinking about in my downtime, I want to see what's going on. But if I have too many things hitting me all the time, I'm not going to have the clarity of thought to make the decisions that are actually going to serve me. Okay? So this is important, right? So let's go back to this idea of planning the night before. 
what are you going to wear to work, right? What are you going to wear when you get on your Zoom calls at home, right? What are you going to wear? Are you, are you overthinking that, right? What, what are you going to eat for breakfast, for lunch? You know, should I go to the gym first thing in the morning? Should I go in the afternoon, right? There are so many different things, right? It only takes around about five to 10 minutes the night before to plan your day and just give yourself the space, if you like, to be able to just get up and execute. Right? You don't want to get up in the morning and then have to start doing things and plan for plan. You want to be able to go to bed rested knowing that you know what's going to happen. And the other tip here I think which is important is have a few blocks. I call it white space. But that white space also means that if something comes in and hits you from left to field overnight, which does happen, right? A client issue or you know, a podcast that I've done didn't get recorded properly so I have to redo it, then I have the ability to be able to build that in again to what I've planned in my day. Okay, so that's the first tip. Second tip, do the most important things first. Okay, back to this idea of, you know, remember that, that, that chart I said with the vertical and the horizontal axis. You are going to make higher quality decisions earlier in the day when you haven't been compounded by all the other decisions. Right? You know, it's just, just think about this logically. The more stuff that gets piled on your plate, the more you're going to start getting overwhelmed and you're going to get clouded. Okay, just visualize that. So, you want to make sure that first thing in the morning, you're giving your best attention, your best energy, your focus towards the decisions that are the most important. Okay, this is work, this is life, all of that sort of thing. Okay, so you want to really kind of think about that. Third point stop making decisions ultimately and think in terms of commitments. Okay, so you want to scale your business, you want to lose weight, you want to start this thing. Okay, we all say those different things. But rather than hoping that you'll make the right choice each day, it's better to schedule the things that are important. Okay, so you make commitments to those things that are important. And that makes a big, big difference in terms of how you're thinking about kind of what needs to be done in what order. So what we're getting at here in terms of commitments is very similar to prioritization. Okay, what are the priorities over the next 90 days that are going to move you forward, okay? Now, fourth point, if you have to make good decisions later in the day or big decisions later in the day, fill your body up with some energy, right? What does that mean? Eat something, drink lots of water, right? I get through about three liters of water a day and I find that if I don't drink enough water and I get dehydrated by the end of the day, I'm unclouded again, right? I'm not making good decisions. The other thing and this isn't for everybody, I have the luxury of doing this because I work mainly from home or I'm traveling, is later in the day, again, if I have to make important decisions or be on an important call, and that happens a lot because I work with clients in the US, I'll have a 20 to 30 minute nap. Okay, naps, man, they are so underrated, right? You kind of think, oh, I don't want to do that. You literally lie down. Sometimes I'll do some meditation or listen to some meditation music, so it's not quite a sleep. But that 20 to 30 minutes, you know, in the in the sort of mid to late afternoon before I have to jump on some calls is an absolute game changer. And when I'm when I'm coaching my my clients in group settings, which do happen later in the evening, I, I that that 20 to 30 minute nap makes a huge difference. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about giving yourself the ability to have more energy. Okay, right, to have more energy in your body by resting or, or giving yourself the nutrients to do so. And that will also reduce, I suppose, the risk of making the wrong decision or a decision that doesn't serve you in the right way. Okay. 
The last point, and probably probably the most important one, right, is just simplify your life. I said beforehand that, you know, trying to simplify things for me over the last few years since I started this entrepreneurial journey of myself has been one of the biggest fundamental differences to having some success, right? So the reason I think that people don't follow through with things is not because they don't want the outcome. It's because they're trying to do too many things to achieve the outcome, okay? And what you want to look at here is a concept. Actually, Russell Brunson spoke about this first called the big domino. What is the one thing that if you push that one thing over, right, every other goal, every other thing that you want to achieve over the next 90 days or so will be achieved, okay? So instead of having to do 25 things on the task list and make decisions about which way to do them and all that, I mean, it sounds, as I say that, I start to get stressed, right? Think about the fewer things. So when I go into a business and I look at how they're measuring performance, for example, I know that a business is is not operating effectively or is, is almost operating from a state of fear if there are too many metrics. If I see a dashboard that's got like, you know, 25, 30, 60 different things that are supposed to be KPIs, I know that that business isn't operating efficiently. They think they are because there's lots of data and data makes you feel good and you can make, you know, decisions and insights and all this sort of stuff, right? But I often say that six to 10 really high quality data points are going to make a fundamental difference because they're the things that if you really focus are are defining whether your business is operating well or it's not, okay? And the same thing can be applied in life. So when you're thinking about prioritization, you're thinking about what you want to do over the next 90 days, as I said, that 90-day cadence, which I've spoken about a lot on the show, you know, I want you to have only, you know, five things, right? What are the five things, the five results, the five outcomes that are going to make the biggest difference? And then as you start to think about the tasks or the actions that are going to deliver those outcomes, you want to limit those two and get to the absolute focus of what's going to serve you to get you that outcome, okay? So all of this, all of this under decision fatigue is really, really about productivity, Okay, it's really about simplifying your life so that you can be focused on the things that are going to give you the result. Okay, so the challenge as we as we finish up this episode, the challenge for you or the the thing I'd like you to go out there and take action on now is have a look at all the decisions that you're making. Some of those are personal decisions. Some of those, like Steve Jobs, is like, what are you going to wear in the mornings? What are you eating for breakfast? And have a look at the things that you can eliminate and make much simpler so that they are on autopilot, okay? Try this for the next month, okay? For the next 30 days, try and simplify everything other than those decisions, which is super important. Have a think about what I said beforehand about planning your day the night before. Come back to me, send me a note. You can reach me on LinkedIn. You can reach me on Instagram and tell me how your life has changed. And I bet it has changed for the better. So there we have it. A fun, but I think particularly useful episode today. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Scale Up with Nick Bradley. If you enjoy the show just as much as I enjoy creating it for you, then I'd really appreciate you leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And while you're there, why not subscribe to the channel so you never miss a future episode? It really helps me. It helps the show. Plus, it makes it easier for others to access the content that I'm producing week in and week out. And finally, if you want more information about anything you heard in today's show, 
or to find out how you can get more help in scaling up your business and your life, click the link in the show notes now to learn about our coaching, mentoring, and mastermind programs. See you soon.